Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life and football are very similar. Without an identity, you will not achieve your ultimate prize. Defense wants championships. Pride and passion meet success. You got to love what you do. Thank you for listening to the East West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Thank you for listening to a new edition of the East West Football Podcast. I am Fidel Barraza alongside with me, Kendall Whitley, Jerry Martinez. And our first guest tonight is a safety for the Grambling State Tigers, Lawrence Asidu. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Tell us who Lawrence Asidu is. Um, I was raised majority in Austin, Texas. Went to high school out there, Vistaridge High School, 6A. We played Lake Travis, Westlake, those kind of schools. Um, growing up, I didn't make varsity football until my senior year. You know, football wasn't really my main sport growing up. I was playing soccer. So I started playing football in eighth grade. But going back to saying, um, I didn't make varsity until my senior year. Um, my senior year, I went out there and caught six inter- interceptions. I got first team for the district, and I got one Division One school offer, which was Stephen F., um, Stephen F. Austin. But I wasn't able to go to Stephen F. Austin because of my GPA and my grade, so I had to go to junior college. And the junior college I chose to go to was Fort Scott Community College in Kansas, the Kansas League. And I felt like the Kansas League was the SEC of JUCO. I felt like it was the best league, so I, I felt like I made a, I made a great decision. But going to JUCO, I went there for two years. I played with a lot of great players. A lot of the players, some players just got drafted. Some players just got undrafted in the NFL right now. So I played with a lot of great talent. Some players at big schools like Alabama, Coastal Carolina, and FIU and stuff like that. So I played with a lot of great competition. So I felt like going to junior college really helped me to prepare myself for this. Division one here at Gremlin. So after those two years, I decided to choose Gremlin. I had a couple of other swag offers, but I knew a coach here at Gremlin. He was from Austin, Texas as well. So I decided to come down here to Gremlin and play down here for um Eddie G. Robinson, you know, the great Eddie G. Robinson. And it was it was a great privilege to come down here and look at the museum and really learn more about the Gremlin history. I never really had too much history or information about the swag until coming out of JUCO. So coming here on my visit. And taking around the campus and knowing why some stuff is here, it really opened my eyes. You know, I'm I'm blessed and I love I love this conference. So, so Lawrence, let me ask you. So, you said you were you were originally you played soccer, right? So, what made you start playing football? Um, so like my last name is Asidu. So, my mom she's from Ghana. That's West Africa. So, I went to elementary school down there, and, and when I was down there the whole time, I I was just playing soccer, and I got recruited to play soccer in the United States. 
when I was in Africa, so I came to the United States um, middle school and just kept playing soccer until eighth grade. But what made me play soccer was I was a little too physical and soccer getting red flags, you know, stuff like that. So my mom decided for me to put some pads on, you know, take my anger out that way. How was it just coming here to the United States? I mean, that's a, that's very interesting. Yeah, um, it was a it was, it was a big change, you know, coming from Ghana, a small a small town, and um, I come from Accra, Ghana, a small town. It was it was a big change, you know. I adapted well. My mom, I have a twin sister, she runs track as well too. So my mom, as soon as we came over, she made sure we had something to do. We was in sports, we was in choir, we was we was she was doing a lot of stuff. So. Coming down here, it was a good, it was, it was good, you know. How was the first interaction when you met uh, Coach uh, Hugh Jackson? Uh, the first interaction when I met Coach Hugh Jackson, uh, it was a great interaction. You know, I met him and I met um, his businesswoman and it was, it, was, it was a great interaction. I felt like he was very locked in and he was very serious and he wanted to make Gremlin better. He wanted to put us back on top. That was the first thing he told me that he wanted to put us back on top. So I feel like he, he's coming in with a great mindset and, I'm very excited. You know, he has a very a lot of knowledge. Me talking to him, his verbiage and things that he know is very, very impressive. You know, very, very impressive. As far as your game, who who would you compare it to um, from the NFL? Um, I love Brian Dawkins. You know, that's a guy that I love. Um, Hall of Fame safety. He has a lot of energy on the field, and I feel like that's me. You know, I'm always a thousand percent. I'm always talking. I'm always running here. I'm always. I like I say, I never get tired. That's one thing that I preach. You know. Never get tired, never show no weakness. So I will model my game after after Brian Dawkins. All right, thank you, Lawrence. Lawrence, what's going on with you, man? Proud to have you. Was glad, it's good to have you tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. Yes, sir, man. Anytime, man. Uh, that was a great opening segment you just did with Fidel or whatnot. Um, one thing I want to ask you, like, how how excited were you when you first met Coach Hugh Jackson? Because I mean, we've talked to him and had him on the show a couple of times here. He's a really great guy, great man. He's I mean, great at everything, man. So what was your first impression on him? I mean, how, how excited were you? I was ecstatic, to be honest. Hearing that, you know, former NFL coach, he's been – he's coached plenty of places, plenty of colleges, plenty of NFL teams. He has a lot of experience. So hearing that a, a guy of that caliber coming on our team was just great. I felt like we all needed, you know, a little upgrade. So him coming really made me – okay, like – He's, he's about to start taking this stuff seriously. He came in with an NFL mindset, NFL practice, you know. First impression was a great impression for Hugh Jackson, for him, uh, Coach Jackson for me. Completely agree, man. He's a great guy. I mean, I was ecstatic first time talking to him, texting with him, and just, just, just conversating with him. He's a pretty good guy. I'm sure he's going to have you guys ready to go this upcoming, this upcoming season or whatnot. Um, yeah. like, I mean, I know you played DB or whatnot. You said you like Brian Dawkins. So yes, I mean, what is um, what is about? I mean, there anybody else in the, in the league that's what's just playing right now that you're looking to that you like? Uh, that's playing right now. My favorite safety in the league will probably be um, a very uh, underrated safety that a lot of people don't know. It would be probably be Jordan Poyer from the Bills or probably Jesse Bates from um, the Bengals. Those two safeties, they're very smart. You know, that's one part of the game that I've been trying to um, work on. Me is, is you know knowing stuff and reading stuff before it even happens because I feel like I have everything else down. So having knowledge for the game is is very very key for this game. So I feel like those two safeties are my favorite safety playing right now. Jordan, very 
they very underrated. I don't think he gets the credit. I don't think it is due because he he's a really good um really good player, really good safety for the Buffalo Bills. Um, this this year for Grambling, man, what are your like personal expectations? I mean, what what's some personal goals for you, man? Man, to be honest, I really don't have no personal goals. I know my personal goals is gonna come when we go to the celebration bowl. So right now, me and my team, we're just focused on getting to the celebration bowl. After that, our personal goals is gonna come. You know, I've never really been too uh, much on myself. I just know as a team, our personal goals are gonna be accomplished if we all do what we're supposed to do. So I'm excited to work with these guys during the summer. We're about to go to work and, and take on this schedule. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. One more question. I do want to get you. I, I, I like watching DBs and I love wide receivers. So I try to ask all the guests this right here. What is, what would you, I mean, I know you're a DB, so you're more like, like a safety. So, I mean, what would you say the biggest difference in playing safety and corner or even just slot corner, whatever, just, I mean, are you, are you, are you pretty comfortable playing out like all around or, I mean, I mean, tell me about that. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, comfortable playing all around. In high school, I played corner. I didn't play safety. So, um, me playing in high school, I'm varsity. I played corner. I also played receiver as well. So I was versatile. Me uh, going to junior college, like I said, I was I was very physical. So my um, coaches decided to move me to nickel. You know, I played nickel there, and then also coming to Grambling and moving to safety. So I played every single word in the defense. So, um, but as the position uh, that I'm in right now, playing safety, I feel like it's a, it's a, it's, I'm not gonna say a tough position, but you're you're pretty much the captain of the defense. You know, you're the voice of the defense. You're the back end, you know, you have the voice for the back end and also the front end. So you're seeing everything develop as well, too. But corners as well, they're on that island as well, too. Really, any any DB position, I feel like it's putting a lot of pressure on you. So, Hey, man, it was great, man. I wish you the best of luck this season. I wish you to be – I want you to be healthy. Just come out, man, just give it your best this year. And, I mean, I wish you and Grandma the best, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. I appreciate you guys. Hey, Lawrence, real quick before I let you go, I just got to ask, what's one interesting fact about yourself that maybe a lot of people don't know about? Um, an interesting fact about me is I'm a first-generation athlete. Uh, none, of my, none of my family members have ever played any sports, you know, so me uh, being able to have an opportunity to change my family life is, is very, very, very um, inspirational, you know. My mom, she never played any sports. My aunt, she has six sisters. She never, they never play any sports. So me and my sister, for us to be Division One college athletes, you know, that's 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 a very, it's a great compliment, you know. And I just want to keep striving higher and get to the highest that I can possibly get to. All right, Lawrence, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll for sure be looking out for that number eight jersey. Good luck this upcoming season. Yes, sir, definitely. Watch out for number eight for sure. All right, Lawrence Dix. All right, Coach McTire, thank you so much for joining us. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Good. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Of course. All right, Coach. Just uh, give us a little bit of about your background and how you ended up being the safeties coach at Grambling State University. Oh, man. Uh, I've been playing football a long time. I'm, I'm originally from Los Angeles, um, a little bit deeper than that. I was born in Watts, uh, moved a little bit through South Central Los Angeles, um, went to high school and junior college in Los Angeles. Um, after junior college, went to BYU. Um, Dwayne Walker was there, uh, recruited me to BYU. After BYU, I went to the uh, NFL for a few years, um, spent two years in Philadelphia. And then 99, when Cleveland came back, was drafted to uh, the Cleveland Browns as the free safety. Um, after that, for a while, man, just uh, became a dad, uh, coached my son growing up. 
Um, coached high school football in Los Angeles for a long time. I've been coaching 15 years. Um, now my son's in his fifth year in the NFL as a cornerback. Uh, I was recruited by Hugh Jackson coming out of college, out of junior college. So that relationship pretty much got me here where I am today. And how's it been? I mean, so far, as far as camp goes with the players? Uh, camp's been good, man. We, we, we're we seeing some changes. Uh, obviously, uh, we're a pro-style team with Hugh Jackson being a former NFL coach. Um, we're trying to change the culture of things, uh, the way of doing things, the way of learning. Uh, schematically, things are different. So I think some of the guys, we're still adjusting to how we want things to be run and how, how we're trying to change things over. What can we expect out of the safety group this year? Uh, well, I, I do have some um, some returners, so I, I'm expecting my guys, as I do everywhere, to uh, make plays, be smart, kind of be the captains of the team a little bit. Um, so, you know, kind of expect some cohesion. That's what I'm expecting, a little cohesion. A few plays made contributing in the special teams from that group as well. And we actually had Lawrence on a couple of weeks ago and, you know, he was talking about yourself and whatnot. So what do you think about Lawrence? Uh, Lawrence is one of our returners. Uh, I expect some big things out of Lawrence. Um, we call him law. Don't really hear Lawrence too much. <laughs> <laughs> so I expect some big things. He played a lot last year uh, for Gremlin and got some, uh, some real playing time. So he's one of the veterans. I expect some things out of as well as Quincy Mitchell. Um, Myron Stewart, Xavier Lodge, all those guys got time last year. So that's my, my veteran group. What, what about a name that maybe a lot of people don't know of that you think is going to, you know, stand out this season coming up? Um, I have two names that I could probably throw at you. Uh, Donald Lee is a young guy. If he can, if he can sustain and and hold down the nickel spot and maintain that spot, he can be a good young player. And, uh, you know, special teams wise and if um, he can he can contribute spot in spot areas. Uh, Ken Pierre Paul is a good freshman, man. He's a physical kid. Um, he just got to continue to maturate in the system. So you're from the West Coast. I'm from California. So how's the transition been, li- you know, living, you know, somewhere besides the West Coast for you? Cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's definitely one of one of the yeah. uh, the main things, man. It's 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 really inexpensive. Um, it's quiet. You know, I don't hear too many sirens. I don't hear too many dogs barking and too many gunshots going on down here, coming from the inner city of uh, Los Angeles. So, um, you know that that's that's a blessing. Um, if you know anything about me and how I I was raised up in Los Angeles, man, that's a blessing. To, to come to an area that's like that and you can find a little solace and just going to work. All right. Thanks coach. Coach Tim, what was it like playing in the NFL for the few years that you did play? Uh, the NFL was stressful, man. Uh, being a free agent, um, undrafted, um, not really understanding schematics and, you know, not knowing how to learn. Um, it was it was really stressful knowing that any day you can get cut, but uh, it was definitely fun. I learned a lot from guys that I uh, played with. I learned a lot from Brian Dawkins. Uh, he taught me a lot of how to learn, how to study. 
um, and some of the other veterans that, that I played with on the Eagle squad, Troy Vincent, Bobby Taylor, Al Harris, um, and, and some other guys in different positions. Do you think cornerback is one of probably one of like the toughest positions to play? I know you play safety and that's what you coach, but do, do you think that? Um, you know what, man, I, I would have to get a whole notch to the secondary, man. I, I can't, you know, being, being versatile, I, I like both. Um, if, if I would give the notch to the safeties, it's because we're, we're more captain and more vocal. Um, you know, we, we have to get everybody in line and talk to the corners. We have to talk to the uh, linebackers. Um, so if, if I, if I said anyone was more difficult than the other, it would be safety for that reason. Yeah, I kind of agree with you there. I always think the corners, it's, it's hard to play that, hard to coach it too, because it seems like every time it's a penalty on the play. Yeah, that's just the league right now, man. It's just going, It's that's just where it is, man. You can't touch nobody now. And it's, you know, it's just what it is right now. <laughs> How much has coach um, Hugh Jackson meant to you? Uh, Hugh Jackson's meant a, uh, a lot to me. You know, he's uh, he's a good mentor. Um, he's real honest. He gives you advice where he needed, uh, lets you know things that you can work on, get better. And um, like I said, I've been knowing you for a long time since I was coming out about 19, um, you know, and being in touch with him over the years and watching some of the things that he's went through with some of the friends uh, that I know that he, that recruited me and they're still uh, good friends today. I kind of see what the culture was back then, now that I'm in it. Um, and, and, and what they were really going through back in the day. So, you know, I, I couldn't ask for a better situation than coming to somebody that kind of recruited me coming out of college and, and, and to come uh, help him try to change the culture over in Grammar. Yeah, me, Fidel, and Jerry, we've, we've been fortunate to build a great, strong relationship and friendship with Coach um, Jackson over the past couple of years. So he's meant a whole lot to us. So I can definitely agree with you there and understand where you're coming from. Appreciate it, Coach. Uh, no problem. All right, Coach. Thank you for joining us. Good luck this upcoming season. And where can our uh, listeners follow you on social media? Uh, I'm Tim McTire at Yahoo. I mean, not Yahoo. I'm Tim McTire on mostly all social media at, at Twitter, Instagram. Just my name, T-I-M-M-C-T-Y-E-R. All right, Coach. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. 
Futurecast.